What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, y'all. Today, we have another familiar face, somebody who hasn't been on in a while, but is a great friend of the show, Austin Krell from The Painted Lines. He also is a contributor for USA Today. Uh, great guy covers the Sixers, but of course has a lens on the on, on the whole league. I mean, let's just jump right into it. I mean, we think Joel Embiid is winning this year's MVP, right? Yeah, I think all the votes are starting to come in. It's like pretty much it, it isn't universal, but I think a, a heavy amount is going to be okay. Joel. I think I think people talk to the prominent voices in the NBA a lot to get their opinions. Those prominent voices say, yeah, I'm voting Embiid. The rest kind of follows suit because they know that everyone else is going to be voting Embiid. And I think, I, I personally, I think it's going to be uh, Joel winning by a good vote. So. Do you think that that's a, um, obviously, it's a simplistic way of thinking about this, but is that a good thing for the Sixers or a bad thing for the Sixers? So the way I kind of look at it is I think him winning MVP would be a, a a nice consolation if they don't get out of the second round of the playoffs. And I think that would at least keep him uh, satisfied, content in some ways for another season. I don't think you have to have the whole, like, how do we keep Joel happy conversation in this offseason? Because then he won't because then he won't be like, well, I'm never going to get recognized in Philly. Uh, but I, I do right. think that and, you know, going forward, if he wins it, he also has to understand every, he's going to be, you know, not, not, not that he already wasn't, but he's going to be more so the face of scrutiny in the NBA. Uh, he's gonna, the, All the lights are going to be on him like they were on Jokic and Giannis. When he has a bad game, it's going to be maybe we shouldn't have voted for Embiid. Maybe we shouldn't have voted. Maybe we should have voted for Giannis or Jokic. Those two would never do this or that. Um, nope. There's 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 no more him flying under the radar for stinkers and games where it's low effort and you're and, and you know, you're, the people are gonna yep. people are gonna want more out of him every night because you know you're now in the, in that class. So I think uh, you know, there is a certain responsibility that comes with the reward that he with the award that he didn't have uh, before. But if he comes to work every night for the professional effort, it's only going to be good things for him. But so I agree with everything you said there, and that you raised really interesting point. But to the also 
MVP is not best player in the league. And I've been watching, and I want to say it's Joel Embiid, but when I'm watching the game, it's Giannis. I mean, do you do you agree there? No, I think Joel is the best player in the league right now. I, I, wow, I think that's I, interesting. I, I, and I think I think it's not not by a sizable margin. I think it, but I, I do think it's like Joel is. He, he he's checked all the boxes for me this season. He's beaten Jokic. I don't care that he sat out the last game in Denver. He's beaten Jokic handily uh, and led his team back to victory. They've he's beaten both other guys this season. Um, Giannis is not a forty nine percent mid range shooter the way that Joel is, and Joel being that good of a shooter is absolutely absurd on the volume of shots he takes. So, I you know we could say he's not a, he could say he's not as good of a passer as 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 Jokic. We could say. You know, he's not this never-ending engine the way that Giannis is. Bottom line is, I think he's the best two-way. I, I think I, I think you can make a case he's the best two-way player in the NBA right now. Wow. So, so, so you think that? So I was going to ask you about potentially Giannis making it into the goat conversation, but you don't even think he's the best player right now, is what it sounds Correct. like. No. I do think I do think you win two two in a row, you win a championship. You're going to be, you know, in 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 that pantheon of great players. Like obviously, Giannis is a great player. He's consensus one of the top three players in the league right now. Um, I do think when you evaluate though, like you can't just evaluate box score number. You have to look at how they do it. And Giannis is not a great shooter. Um, and I don't see how we could put a guy in the goat conversation when the two guys that are ostensibly the greatest players of all time and LeBron and, and, and Jordan, those guys were better shooters than, than Giannis is. And uh, you know, I, I think it's a slap in the face to those who are great shooters. When you say that Giannis is, you know, up there in the go, I think he's going to finish. Kareem's in the conversation. Kareem's in that conversation. Don't get me started on people before. (laughs) Don't get me started on people before a certain year. Oh no! You gotta, you gotta get the, you gotta make people angry, Austin. He oh said, yeah, he yeah. Said, I'm not talking pre-Jordan. Nobody other than Jordan, LeBron. I don't, I don't, I don't, don't want to hear about, uh, you know, uh, Bill uh, Russell. Yeah, uh, Andrew White from 1949. I, 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 I don't, don't want to hear about any of those guys. Let's keep, let's keep okay. it to where the game is now. So, like Kobe, those, those guys. Yeah, I think those guys. Tim played Duncan can't get in there. If you wanted to put Tim Duncan there, he, I think he makes the cut. I think he makes okay. the cut. But to, he's I the only that, one of that size. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, so I think once you open the door, you have to open it to a lot of different people. And I think, like the way I I view it is, people got all mad at JJ Redick about saying the the plumbers and firemen thing that he said about the greatest mm-hmm. of all time. But I do mm-hmm. think that there is an element of truth to that. Like the league was not back then what it is now. It's it, it's a different world. That's true. Profession. It's it, it's truly professional basketball now. Yeah. Like and and like we you can make say great money. Great, yeah, and we could say how great that those guys were. Right. The bottom line is. I don't like, and people could say, you know, this guy would have dominated this era, that era, maybe, but also maybe the skill disparity, the, the, the level of skill that that guy had for his era would not have been good enough to get him on the court enough in this, in this era. It's true. 
Wow. So, so somebody who is in that conversation legitimately, LeBron, he got a nice break with Rudy Gobert punching the wall yesterday. I mean, what the hell? I mean, now yeah. Rudy's done for the season. What? <laughs> so, so Rudy punched uh, Kyle Anderson, and Jaden McDaniels punched the wall. Jaden punched the wall. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. So, but the catch is, I think you can make the argument that the more valuable player to the team is uh, McDaniels. McDaniels. Yeah. Uh, so LeBron might catch a break with him being at, because he's the best perimeter defender. I think I, I, I did a mock ballot uh, for the awards and I think I made McDaniels an all NBA defender, pretty sure. Mm. So mm. he's been one of the best defenders in the league this year. That will certainly make life a little easier for uh, Davis and LeBron. But an incredible way to end your season. Two guys punch different things, and you still win the game. <laughs> what chance are you giving the Wolves to knock off the Lakers? Oh, I, I doubt it. I, 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 I think Anthony Edwards is a great player, but I don't know that they have the cohesiveness and the connectivity right now when they need to have it in order for them to beat a team like the Lakers that is finding their their sense of self and is riding high right now. They look, they look really good. You know, Austin Reeves, I love his game. He's an exciting young guy to play uh, to young man to watch play. I mean, he's only two years in the league. Anthony Davis seems like he like wants to be a great player at the moment. And so that's always good to see. Uh, Hachimura is a great, was a great uh, trade deadline pickup. He's, he's going to be, more valuable, I think, in the, in the playoffs when you got to shrink the bench and you got to get, um, you know, hybrid kind of players, positionless players. But he's got to stop missing those layups. I've seen him miss way too many bunnies. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and you cover the Sixers, you get familiar with Miss Bunnies thanks to Anthony Milton. So I know all about Miss Layups. So, so that that Melton pickup, I mean, let's talk about that. I mean, the, the pickup of Melton was has been a lot better than I expected. Did you did you expect him to fit this well with the team? I thought he'd be good, but I mean, he fits like a glove for what the Sixers team is trying to do. Yeah, so I mean, I think I didn't expect him to come out and be like the forty percent three point shooter that he was for a good part of the season. Um, the shooting, I think, the shooting has been up and down ever since like the new year started. I think you could argue. Um, but I think just generally speaking, he's been a very good team defender. Um, uh, uh, he's been an opportune rebounder when they need rebounds for sure. Um, and the shooting has been good at times. So all the things that you could have asked for out of a guy that you got for a 34 year old with a torn ACL and a, and a, and a late first round pick. Yeah. I think it's been a, it's been a very good pickup for the Sixers for sure. Somebody who didn't fit like a glove was Kyrie Irving down in Dallas. Uh, <laughs> I mean, wh where do we even start there? Uh, you, you start there with Jalen Brunson, who they lost for nothing in free agency. And then they had to trade their best defensive player away to get Kyrie Irving. So they were they tried to put a Band-Aid on a bullet hole. And the <laughs> bullet hole only got wider. Yes. And then they like push the bullet hole in because with, uh, you know, I just couldn't understand. I was very excited about that Mavs Suns game. It was a very good game. Very sun uh, Sunday afternoon game. They're playing. 
it was, you know, very fun to watch. And then the fourth quarter comes, and like a lot of the fourth quarters, even in that big one, you've got Luca not coming off the bench until six minutes left in the fourth. And they just rode Kyrie way too heavy and kind of just completely turned the reins over. It seems like Luca's not pissed and he's saying that he's still happy to be there. Maybe that's just just good team player speak, but they may have dodged a bullet there, you know, using bullet references all throughout this conversation. But, but, you know, that could have really pissed off another superstar. Yeah, I mean, I I think, number one, like Jason Kidd's, uh, I think, vacation as a head coach has has been that he's a pretty short-lived guy uh, wherever he's been. And I, I think, you know, Luca is saying the right things right now because I don't think you factor in as much as a target, as a market for high level players when there's thought that the best player on the team could be unhappy. Guys aren't going to come there when they're like, well, will he be here in a year? So I think right now he, his move was, you know, diplomatic and correct to say that he was happy here because it gives his team a chance to be a, a, a good option in free agency. But I think if they go through, they don't do much, and then a similar outcome happens the next season, then I think you have a major problem. Kyrie's gone, of course. I don't think you can bring him back to the – I mean, where does he go? Where do you does – he, does he make it to the Lakers? Uh, could be the Lakers. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think if, like, if I were a player, if I were a player, which I am not close to a player, um, <laughs> if I were a player, I would be thinking about, like, I don't want to, like, I was a top pick. I don't want to be considered this journeyman who went around right. everywhere. Right. And like, like I want to like have stat, like I want to know what Jersey I'm going to wear when I'm in the hall of fame. And, That's you right. know, and I want to be known for being with one team right now. He's known for making uh, maybe the greatest shot in NBA history in the, in game seven of the finals. And then a known for a lot of things, not related to Ray Allen. You think it's better than the Ray Allen? Just not but, to distract from your point, but well, that was Kyrie was Game Seven. This was that it was, was that Game was, Seven. That was Game, game six. Game Six. Yeah, that they was wheeled out the the, the trophy. Yeah. Correct. Spurs yeah. were ready to celebrate, and 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 Ray hit the shot. But like that was Game that 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 won a championship. That shot and it was less than a minute to go in Game Seven. So that was you know arguably the greatest shot in NBA history. But he's also known for things off the court after that really um he's known as an all-world talent with yep. you know issues that are, are not really the basketball uh and reliability and you know um controversial uh stances on things so I, you know I, if and i'm hitting he makes the hall of fame i think he makes it but you're right that he'll there's no right jersey to put him in i guess the Cavs. i guess right but if I'm a star player, I'm thinking I don't want to be like moving every three or four years. Like, like, I, I, like I, I want to be able to establish myself and be a permanent fixture here. And mm-hmm. that's just, that's just the way I would view it. So mm-hmm. if I'm him, you know, I, I, I don't know how he views it. I don't think he wants to go somewhere where they're in a rebuild or, you know, I, like, I don't think he's going to Detroit per se. Right. <laughs> um, but you know, I think Dallas I, – I wouldn't surprise me if he stayed in Dallas because I think he has all the leverage to get what he wants out of them because they gave up everything to get him. Or the Clippers with Kyrie and Paul that George. Was, or, I guess, the Lakers. 
Yeah. Right. Like that. I mean, they want the Andrew Russell, they, they, they say. Um, so we will see. I think a lot of what they view about D'Angelo Russell will be determined in these playoffs, at least the play in and in playoffs. But, um, you know, I think Clippers would be very fascinating with Kyrie Irving. That's for sure. That'd be fun. It would be fun. The, the, just like the Mavs were fun and the, the Nets were fun. And <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. The Celtics were fun for a little while too. And then they were, but <laughs> you know, the fun. winning, a GM has to think, you know, on the other hand, like he has a demonstrated track history, track record of not being a winner. It's unfortunate, but that those cat that Cavs championship. Yeah. He hit that big shot, but that was kind that was definitely now in retrospect, people were, you know, there was a lot of slander about LeBron at the moment, especially from, you know, a great, a great, uh, person in this industry from uh, FS1, Mr. Bayless, you know, talking about that Kyrie saved him and and that with all that. But I think with, you know, in hindsight, I think LeBron's getting a lot more credit for that championship and being able to deal with Kyrie. For sure. I mean, you know, Kyrie goes to Boston. They are very good for a year and then they flame out next year goes to Brooklyn they are never really great they look great but they're never really great um and then he flames out there and now he's in Dallas and I think he did all the right things in Dallas he stayed on the court and he was you know he and, and you know, he he had a he had a great uh reputation as what's been reported publicly um amongst his team and teammates but they fell apart immediately he's never been a leader on right. a great team like he like and people can say like well you know this and that it's just the facts like every team he's been on has you could argue well the Cavs didn't but um you know the Celtics were literally in a better spot when he left like that's they, right they, they, they got they got uh they got Kemba and then they repivoted into now and now they're now they're a contender for the finals um you know the the Nets are not in a better position, but you can see that there's that people are happier in Brooklyn right now <laughs> than, than, than they were. So they won't be too happy in uh in about a, a week or two. I mean, we'll I, be the Yankees. I, probably, so so let let's get to that series. Talking about the talking about the Nets, um, James Harden. What are you what for them to make a serious run? I think everybody kind of ex- sees pencils in the Sixers as a second round team, but that's they're kind of penned in as a second round team until further notice as well. If I tell you that the Sixers make a conference title or NBA finals run, what does Harden need to average? His just average for the playoffs. Uh, 22 and 11, what he's averaged all season. All season. Really? He, he just he has it's a steady. Wow. Stay steady. Be efficient. I don't need a. I need an assist to turnover ratio of like four to one. Like I, I okay. you can't. Ha- you can't have uh, sixteen, eleven, and eight with eight turnovers. Like you, 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 you can't. That that won't work. I need you to play play what you've done. Do what you've done most of the season. Maybe a little bit better as a scorer, but generally, I need you to be what you were all season long for me to believe that this team has a chance. Um, one prominent ESPN. Uh, analysts said, uh, you know, Boston is sitting strong right now. They're, they're kind of just laughing off the fact that they lost to the Sixers by two last week. And his opinion they was, if, if, well, 
I don't know though because if if Joel is playing the way that Joel played in that in that game, and Harden is B plus Harden, I don't know that that series is a wash. Like, or I don't know that that series is Celtics running away with it. And no, I do, it's not. And I do I do think this. We can say Jalen Brown was out. We can say Robert Williams III was out. Um, what we also know is that when Joe, when it came to crunch time in the third game of the season series, when Jason Tatum hit the game-winning shot, Joel was so good, and he was such an impactful defender because Robert Williams is not a perimeter threat, that Robert Williams had to be benched in crunch time. Because That's they, true. And so, you know, that was a factor. Um and it's harder for him to defend. I, I asked him this question. He just, he said, you know, I don't want to give away scouting report, but it is diff- it, like it's schematically more difficult to defend when the team was playing five out. They can't play five out with Williams in the court because he's not a no. shooter. No. Um, and then you get over to Jalen Brown. He's a great player, right? Like an awesome, awesome player. And when you take him out of the equation, it on paper that should mean that it's a much easier game for you to play. Uh it's not that easy when those shots that he would normally take are then spread around amongst two or three other guys. Uh, you know, Derek White had 26 in that game. Marcus Smart does what Marcus Smart does. Uh, Grant Williams got more shots. So it, it, as, as much of a star as Jalen Brown is, when he and Tatum are combining for 40, 45, 50 shots, the ball isn't spreading around as much. And that makes True. you a little bit easier to defend easier i mean to defend. I, yeah. I mean i mean i mean look at the spacing that the celtics had in that game that game that fourth game that they played last week jason it, it, their spacing was was phenomenal marcus smart was on the left wing uh Derek was on the right wing and the sixers really had to stretch out and because the ball was flying around and it was and it was easier for boston to get open threes maybe the ball still fl- flies around in a series and it, it will because that's their dna but it's a little bit easier for you to figure things out when, you know, two guys are combining for half of the field goal volume. Now, will those other guys make shots? Sure. Will you, you but you will live with those with those other guys making big time shots in the guts of games in the playoffs. So I think I you know, I think will the Celtics win the series? I would guess the Celtics win in seven. That's my pick right now. Um, but I do think that it isn't this Boston wipes Philadelphia off the floor. What about Toby? What do they need for Toby to get to a conference finals or, or NBA championship? What, what, what do they need for Tobias Harris in terms of average? With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step, I don't, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think his average is the thing that I would worry about. I think with Tobias, it's when the ball comes your way, be ready to shoot and just you know, knock down 40% of your open threes, 38, 40% of your open threes. Um, no stalling out the offense with, 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 with dribbling the ball to death or standing there and trying to figure out how you're going to pivot into a, a low volume or a low quality post up. Just when the ball comes your way, ready to attack off, off the dribble or shoot. And then defensively is take away space, 
play up in Tatum's, you know, in Tatum's face. Um, you know, as, as rough as Tobias's defense uh, offense has been, you know, since in this latter half of the season, Jason Tatum was not able to get going in crunch time in that game on, on you know, last week because Tobias Harris defended him quite well. Okay, so it's so it's more just about a, a mentality. He can do exactly what he does. It's more about the moments for Toby. Yeah, it's about being a Swiss Army knife, excelling in whatever your team needs you to need you to be. You're going to be the most expensive Swiss Army knife in the world, but um, that's what he's paid would, for, though. We knew that right. when we got him. <laughs> right. We didn't think he was going to be a superstar. Yeah. Well, at least I didn't. So, yeah, I mean, I, I I thought he could be an all star, but I definitely didn't think that you know it would be like this, where it's like you are a slightly above replacement level role player. Um, but I mean, you know, he has sacrificed and tr- to try to fit what this team needs. And when you're a guy who likes to have touches and rhythm before he gets going as a scorer, and you're not in that role here. There's going to be lows and there's going to be highs, and I, you know, I think he he puts he puts on a professional effort, a professional face, but it can't be. You know, it's not necessarily easy when your game isn't predicated on fitting into that I'm um, a three and D guy type peg. That's right. That's right. That's not his game. Yeah. So, so Ben Simmons. Let's just talk about him. Or is he even going to make it? Is he going to make it into the building for the series? <laughs> even just the building with street clothes on, like me right now. Is he going to yeah. be there? Uh, so I was told by someone close to Ben that they are. He, he's fine with being there on the bench, like you know, and be, being visible. Uh, it's more about what the Nets want. So we'll so we'll we'll see if he's there, if he's visible or not. Um, you know. I, not much to say about Ben Simmons these days. Like it's, it's, it, I truly, I think it's a sad, sad it's a sad fall. It, is, from grace. it yeah. is. I mean, even, even, you know, only, only the most, uh, you know, grouchy of Philadelphia fans at this point don't feel some level of like what happened here about that whole thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's funny. You look at like, I saw this clip of Markel Fultz last night and his jump shot is looking a lot better from, from like a lot closer to where it was. Uh, and you, I was wondering like, what happened? Like, like, like how, how do the Sixers in back-to-back years come out with these number one overall picks who have these abnormal states of, you know, I don't know how to say it, I guess. Like they're, they're, they just they're, missed out on their career, uh, lost potential. You know, yeah. unfortunately, don't mean to be rude, but some level of wasted potential. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the word. How do you like like? And it's they they were two of the most idiosyncratic situations you know you could you could think of, and they ended up being the number one pick in back to back seasons for the same team. That that how how in, in in the exact same way it wasn't like Fultz could Fultz or Simmons couldn't uh, you know rebound the ball or they couldn't dribble the ball or they couldn't pass the ball they literally both had the exact same idiosyncratic weak coming or weak you know weakness shortcoming yeah 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 and it, what are the odds what are the odds of that it's just sad just sad stuff yeah it, it, you know. 
it, it, Carson went the Carson Wentz situation is a lot more enjoyable because it's like, okay, you know, he's going and actually flaming out. He's playing and kind of just continuing the stuff that got him out of Philly and the the Philadelphia people don't have to feel, you know, sad about the, the Ben Simmons thing. If this guy it's looking like this guy might not even be in the league in three or four years. It's, it's yeah. bad. Yeah. I mean, pe- people say like, you know, he doesn't like basketball and people, you know, and people who I talk to would say, it's like, no, of course he likes basketball. Like, you know, he's just injured right now. And I do think there are health issues like with, with his back. I think he has had, uh, you know, longstanding back issues, but it's like, you know, you wish there was this level of fire and aggression to the way that he That's plays. That's right. That's and right. There hasn't been that in. It's always years, been that way, though. Even even at LSU, that was kind of my thing. I always thought that he was very talented. He's a fun player to watch, but the motor is just so, so cool. I mean, the RPMs never get up for him. I mean, there are moments he can pull it out in moments and try to slam on somebody and take it coast to coast. He used to be able to do that. Well, so like like you look at his rookie year in Philly and even like his sophomore year in Philly, even his third year in Philly, those two first three years, he was very good. And he had moments where he was he dazzled. Um, and he w- you could see that there was this passion and this fire to the way that he played. Um, it, like that you're like, yeah, this guy has weaknesses, but you could tell that he really enjoys or that he, you know, he he knows how to put the pedal down and knows how to knows how to really apply himself. And this season never really saw it. Um, he looks like he is being held back by a force of some sort. And I think that force is internal. So so then do the Nets get any games off the Sixers? I think they win one. But I mean okay. I've 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 been rewatching, you know, the 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 one game that, that both teams played fully healthy this season. Um just because that's the best gauge to to for, yep. a, pre, for a playoff preview. And um you know, I think there are some concerns. Like the Sixers are going to have to tighten up some things on defense. But I think what it comes down to is, like the Nets are going to make open threes, but are they going to have enough offensive power in crunch time to pull out, you know, a bunch to pull out the games necessary to pull off an upset? Uh, I don't think they do. I think they'll have probably one game where they're blistering from the from three, and and that'll be enough, and the Sixers will give it to them. But I think this is going to be a five-game series. I think so too. What about the Celtics in the Heat? How many games the Heat is? The I think that's going to be a very fascinating series. I could see that. I could see that going seven games. I, I, I could. I could see, Whoa! I could. I could. I could see it being a dogfight. I really. I really could. Wow! Uh, Jimmy Butler is one of the top five players in the league in, in, the, in the playoffs. That, that, that dude knows how to play in the playoffs. He knows how to exert himself and. You know, I, I got I got killed for this take on Twitter. I I think playoff Jimmy Butler is the best player in that series. It's an interesting take. From what we've seen. Yeah. Like playoff like, Rondo. Jim- there were moments where a playoff there's playoff Rondo, there's playoff Jimmy Butler. <laughs> right. That's right. And and you know, with Tatum, like Tatum's an awesome player. Um, his shooting has fallen off a cliff and like he's basically now an average shooter and his decision making isn't great. His playmaking struggles at times. Um, 
and you know he takes high difficulty shots and he doesn't take you know he 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 doesn't, he doesn't his shot selection isn't great at times i think if you know if Jimmy can keep it can help them keep it close and that the heat can stay solid for 44 minutes i think that series could go 7 easily and i'm not exact 6 I'm, 7 I'm not, oh, i would love yeah. that and i'm not exactly sure that the celtics i'm not 100% sure the celtics even win that series to be honest i'm not I'm, okay I, 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 the last couple of days, <laughs> I have been talking myself into believing that maybe Miami pulls it off. I, I, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't bet on it. I, I, I just don't think it's out of the realm that Jimmy Butler could be that good. I mean, ask Boston about Jimmy Butler. He was awesome in the in that in that playoff run last year. He he took the Celtics down to a final shot in that Game Seven of the Eastern Conference Finals. I That's mean, true. You know, the, he that 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 dude. In the, when it comes to playoff time, that dude is better than anything the Celtics have, in my opinion. The watching the sport will tell you that it's uh, you know obviously maybe on a two K he's definitely not the best player, but watching the game game is more than two K. So, so I yeah. was going to ask you what's the path to the Sixers beating the Celtics, but let's 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 do both then. Since you think you're not sure if they're going to beat the if the Heat are if the Celtics are going to beat the Heat, what's the path if it's if it is the Celtics for the Sixers to take them down in round two and make it to the conference finals? So I think the path for the Sixers beating the Celtics is number one, you're going to need Joel to be Joel. I mean, this is you know he he's typically underperformed his regular season numbers in the postseason. Um, you're gonna need him to be his regular season self, if not a little better. Um, you're gonna need him to handle double teams better, especially, and the defensive effort is gonna have to be there basically every play. Um, and you know, Harden's gonna have to be himself. There can't be any, you know, where was James tonight? Games in that series, he has to be his best self. Um, and you know, I think if as long as those two are cooking, and you're getting, you know a semi-consistent effort from Tyrese, whatever that looks like, I think you have a chance. And I think, you know, uh, the Sixers generally played the Celtics pretty close this, this season. I mean, they lost the series three to one. The Bucks beat them by six in overtime in Milwaukee when all of Boston starters were out. They lost by 40 in Milwaukee to the Celtics at full strength. They lost by 20 to the Celtics in Boston. Uh, early in this earlier in the season if i'm thinking about like which team do i think has more to worry about individually with the celtics i think it's the bucks and so i think the sixers if the sixers don't get in their heads and they don't play like you know boston has their number if they don't if they don't if they don't play like like Press. like they yeah, yeah yeah if they don't play like that i think they can play them close and when it comes to crunch time I'm putting Joel up over against anybody. So uh, that that is the path to beating them. But they're going to have to play uh, their best basketball. That's for sure. And the path for, you know, and you know, like we said, uh, I think it's going to be a dogfight with Miami. If they get the heat, I, I, I don't know what state of fatigue or health the heat will be in. Uh, the heat always strike fear, I think. I think it's especially uh, – Concern, you know, not concerning, but there's a reason to have fears when you consider that 
Uh, Jimmy knows Joel's game very well. They were teammates. They were close friends. Jimmy knows how to ha, ha, knows Joel's game very, very well. Uh, and they will keep a series close. I, 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 I tend to think that if Miami wins that first round series, they'll be exhausted by it. And I don't know that they'll be able to keep up with seven rounds of Joel and James and you know the depth that the Sixers have. I think there's a, you know, I think that's a path, but uh, you know, it's going to take some luck as it always does. Um, mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, the theme here is this, you're going to need Joel and James to, to step up and be players in the playoffs that they have not before. If they can do right. that, any, anything is possible here. So this, if it's the Celtics and the Sixers, Sixers in. If it's the Celtics and Sixers, I'm my, my pick right now is Celtics and seven. Celtics and seven. Okay. Okay. That would be a good. That would be a good one. Six, if it's the Sixers Heat, I would say Sixers in uh, six. I think I'd take Sixers in six or seven. Yeah. I just got to give Jimmy Butler, you know, you're talking me into it. I got to give, I got to give Jimmy at least two games, especially one at home. He, he's uh, a competitor. Yeah. 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 No, the, the, the heat are, the heat have struggled all regular season. Jimmy is a different, not, not is a different player in playoffs. He's, he's not the same player. He, he coasts a lot in the regular season. He misses some games. You can see that he's not, he turns up his level of aggression. I mean, you know, we were talking about how in the bubble finals, we were like, is this guy a top three, top five player in the NBA, the playoffs? Um, you know, and last season he was consistently willing that team to incredible wins in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he brought that heat. The heat had no business being in that series uh, without him. So before I let you go, uh, who's winning the Western Conference? I'm not going to go Lakers because I'm not giving them credit for things that they haven't earned. Uh, I'm going to say the Phoenix Suns. I, I don't, I, you know, I, I don't think that I think the Golden State. Well, oh, watch out for the Warriors. I, I it's been got to win cute, on the road to win a championship. It's, it's, I'm it's sorry, a, it's, it's a cute idea. I, unless unless they have you know the reincarnation of of of, of uh, Mr. Christ himself walking into that in, into that into that building. I, I don't see how they're going to suddenly become, you know, can't that much better on the road. Wiggins is a very impactful player, extraordinarily right. impactful. They're still not going to have home court advantage in any series they play. That's right. <laughs> so, you, their 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 road record was atrocious this year. Yes, it was like nine. I, I don't know the exact number. But I think it was like they only won nine or ten. Nine in thirty-two or something like that, because you get half at home and half away, right? Because they only won yeah. nine. So, yeah, it's that yeah, thirty-two, nine and thirty-two. <laughs> yeah, and they were they were actually better than the inverse at home, which is impressive, honestly. It's ridiculous, but you, yeah. you're going to have to get one. So I guess that's one in four. So. That you know, nine out of 32 is yeah, one more than one in four. So, 
I guess I guess they could like thread the needle just win one. <laughs> Listen, if they if they win one, on one the road. if they win one on the road in any given series, they have they have a, a fair chance of, of winning it because they're practically unbeatable at home, and you, they have Steph, and anything's possible with Steph. Um, but I, I just we can't go for go through years and years of data and say. Uh, oh, if you are if you're this good in regular season, you are typically primed for a playoff run. We can't say that and then go. Oh, but the Warriors, no, they can go 44 and 38, and we're going to have them there. Like that's right. I, I, you can't. It's, 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 it's a double standard in a lot of ways. The Lakers so, situation is an extenuating circumstance with LeBron out and extent for extended time. Anthony yeah. Davis out with for extended time. They're kind of gelling and coming together. You can give them a pass for a lot of those losses. Yeah. And you can give, and you can give the Suns a pass for being 45 and 37. They didn't have Booker for 30 or 40 games this year. Yeah. Um, you know, they, they didn't have, they, they didn't have half their team after the deadline because the ramp right. didn't play. Um, That's right. You know, and there, there isn't a there isn't a great precedent for play for teams making those type of big midseason trades. But this That's is right. Kevin Durant we're talking about. We're not, not talking That's about. Right. We're talking about you know uh, the 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 fourth Jamal Crawford. Op- yeah, <laughs> this, this, this isn't the fourth option on 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 a good playoff team. This is perhaps top one five of the player. Ten, ten, yeah, the ten greatest players of all time, and who by the way, everywhere he goes, fits seamlessly. Fits. Like a, like a glove everywhere he goes. So, I I, I think if they're healthy, I am putting the war, the the Suns up against anybody. And you know this is going to be funny because everyone who was saying how Jokic is the three time MVP, I think there's a very good chance that he get that the Nuggets get run off the court in the second round if, if they're playing the Suns. Wow. Swept. Swept. Okay. <laughs> they're gonna Nuggets are gonna go full drop because Jokic can't guard in space, and when they go full drop. That's going to be mid-range madness for the for the Suns. It's going to be sixteen to eighteen footers for seven for for, for you know uh, for four games straight. You heard it here first. If it's if it's Nuggets Suns, Nuggets are getting swept. Okay. Okay. But I can't wait. I can't wait. And by the way, the the biggest seat. This was this was it was it was narrated as the biggest season in Clippers history. There's a very strong chance they lose first round. That's right. So, <laughs> especially if playoff Russ comes and is playoff Russ, I mean, yeah. you know what? Good for Russell Westbrook, though. I mean, I'm not a Westbrook guy at all. Like, I, I, I've generally always thought that he wasn't that, that, that he has chased players away, in my, yep. in my opinion. But yep. the way that he was talked about, the way that he was painted, uh, you know, in in the Lakers, I'm happy to see him having some success in the Clippers. It's it's good, but he's still Russell. So you know that they, they you, you got to kind of try to as a coach guide him to the better place to be to get the best out of him and pull him before he That's can right. be harmed to the team. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> he's still got a ton of talent. So um, yeah, sure. Austin, where uh, where can we uh, catch you in the meantime before I'm able to have you and. Uh, what's your favorite? What's your, what are fa- uh, two of your favorite play-in situations before you go? Two of my favorite play-in situations. I'm gonna be intrigued by the. Well, it's basketball, and I love basketball. I'm gonna watch it all. I know I will, and I'm gonna watch it all from front from, from tip off the final buzzer. Um, you know, I, I think that uh, what is it? Toronto Chicago game. 
is going to be a little bit interesting because I love me some, I love me some Pat Beverly. I love me some crazy (laughs) Pat Beverly. I I want, I so bad when I get one of those jumps on the scorer's table, if they win that game and throws his jersey (laughs) into the crowd and starts crying. Oh, he'll do it again. That. And you know he what? He'll do it. It, 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 isn't, it isn't me laughing out of how pathetic it is. Like, I don't think, yeah. it's, like, I, I think it's, I, I think passion is cool. And I yeah. think he is a, you know, he loves the game and he's a very passionate player. That would be awesome to see him do that for Chicago, win, win them that game as the, uh, the, t- the 10 season. You know, that would be incredible. So uh, I am, you know, I am all for it. Chicago is a, Chicago is a, a fun team. They could be, they could be, they're, I don't think Chicago is sweepable if they're able to make it in. I think they get swept. <laughs> I think they would. I think they would get their butts kicked. But I will say this: if you told me at the beginning of the season that they would be a top ten defense, I would have said this team is a fifty win team because everyone was like, the defense is going to be awful. It's their offense that's going to be good. Their offense has been garbage all season long. It's been their defense. So credit to them for finding the absolute most bizarre way of being mediocre. But here they are. Zach Levine's gonna get hot. Watch out. If so. he does, if he does, it could be interesting. Y'all can follow Austin at NBA Krell and uh, the show over at Mention Pod. Uh, thank you all so much for listening, Austin. Great having you. Thank you for having me. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.